Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, one proud boy. I'm Tommy Calhoun, one... Frog in a suit. Yeah, frog in a suit. That is true. And I'm Tim, one yogurt monster. This is it, boys. Mm-hmm. The big six M-O. Yeah. yeah. Six months. That's half a year versus yep. extreme. Can we I... just say, can we just say thank you to all of our listeners? Yeah. For yeah, sticking for with real. us for six months. That's crazy, yeah. I had, man. I am going to be honest. I didn't. I thought this was like when we started doing this, I thought this was like a... Haha, let's do this one thing right, once yeah. or twice. And then we just kind of kept doing it and everybody just kept listening to it. And like we yeah. and like not to like not to like flex on anyone or anything like that, but like we've been growing. Like yeah. we like we've been getting steady growth. Yeah, y'all been telling yeah. people. People been I guess finding us on right. like fucking if, Spotify or something. Right. If anybody yeah. has anybody right any right to flex, it's you guys. So thanks so much for yeah, thank telling you your friends. So much and, guys for making this possible. Yeah. yeah. This is one of the funnest things I've ever fucking done in my entire life. Yeah, hell yeah. To get to do it with, for six months with my best friends and just do this fun thing. Mm-hmm. It's great. And so, as a thank you to you guys, today's episode is all submissions. All submissions. All submissions. It's all, all about y'all. Submissions. And some fucking bangers, too. Honestly, though, and I would like to welcome you guys and my two other co-hosts here to the Winky Dome. Winky Dome. Um, Max, if you could just like put in some like echoey shit in there. Yeah. Make it sound some crazy. fanfare. Maybe like some, some gunshots too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on, I'm going to um, take it again one more time just so you can get a clean take. Welcome uh, to the Winky Dome. Ching, <laughs> <laughs> ching. That's the, that's the fanfare. Yeah. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, so guys, today... Mm-hmm. And today only, you guys will get to read some submissions from the wonderful people that listen to this podcast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, So let's go ahead and start it off with Tommy. (gasps) I get to do one. Yay. All right. This submission comes to us from at Selfie Starbuck on Twitter. Thank you, at Selfie Starbuck. Thank you, at Selfie Starbuck. And the question is pretty straightforward. Uh, Spider-Man versus... 10,000 Hornets. Who wins? Ooh. Now, I like this on multiple levels. Uh-huh. Because Spider-Man is a Spider-Man, but 10,000 10, Hornets. That's 10,000 Hornets, baby. That's 10,000 Hornets. That's a lot of Hornets. So, here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. How many spiders would it take up to fill the Spider-Man suit? Probably, Probably a, a million. Lot. I don't know about don't a million. I don't know about a million. Well... Depends Imagine. on the size of the spider. That is true. Okay, let me flip this on its head. Okay. How many hornets would it take to fill the Spider-Man suit? Oh, like 10,000? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it looks like we got Probably. ourselves an even match. Yeah. I think, um, I want to say the 10,000 hornets take Spider-Man because, like, Spider-Man doesn't have any, like, immediate, like, he doesn't have any AOEs, really? He's just got, like... He kind of does, though. He really like, does. Like, late-game Spider-Man, when he has all of his gadgets and shit? Okay. Well, I'm thinking of, like, just... Like the Spider-Man I'm thinking of is just Peter Parker in a suit with his web shooters. That's it. So no gadgets. Yeah, that's not what I'm. I'm not thinking of like late game end of Spider-Man games. I'm thinking of like the Spider-Man I'd see swinging around New York. But what if he did have a web grenade? Yeah, if he had, if he had web, web grenade, grenade, he would have much higher chance. If he could yeah. like, if he could get a chance away from the Hornets to like make a net, like a like thick net out of the web slinger stuff or if you had a web grenade maybe because the webs are supposed to be sticky but isn't there like a fucker he goes against what has controls of bees like i'm sure at some point spider oh, yeah. Sure. yeah yeah uh barry 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 
berry. Berry berry, the new flavor from Tropicana. Now, hold on. Wait a second. Now, Tim, this is a very important episode, and I swear to God, if you're trying to make a fucking B-movie reference right now, the very top of the fucking show, I'm going to throw my dick at you. Chop it right off, throw it at you. Very B. Benson. Marcus has just thrown his dick at me <laughs> and landed in my lap. I'm taking Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, Tommy, I don't want to just knock the hornets, mm-hmm. but because the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, whatever Spider-Man does to them, they can just kind of like whoosh, yeah. fly around and just kind of like go in for the kill. But Spider-Man is fast. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man can just kind of like kite him out for a really long time, just like by swinging. I don't think the hornets could really catch up to him if he gets into swinging. That's fair. I don't know if I count running away as winning. Though. He doesn't have to run away. He just has to like run, get away yeah. for long enough to the point where he can take him out like, you know, maybe I think a hun- it, couple hundred uh, at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if he just fucking like shoots his webs at the swarm, mm-hmm. like, because like they do splay out like a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. He's so like I'm sure he's going to like, you know, do like a big, big net move. A big net blast. Yeah. 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 Now, not blast to say his that... sticky webs all over the sp- the fucking hornets. Gross. Boner wee wee. Whoa. Okay. How <laughs> smart are hornets? Because, like, if I was a hornet, if I was this hornet swarm, what I would do is, before Spider-Man had a chance to really do much, I would latch onto him and lay my eggs in him. I don't think they're that smart. Yeah. I think I, I would think lay my eggs in Spider-Man. Because I, I think the hornets could make babies faster than Spider-Man could kill all of them. You're saying that hornets... Well, they are called hornets for a reason because they're so horny. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're saying you're accusing could... me of boner wee-wee here. Well, now, there's <laughs> well, a difference Well, these are just between... facts, Tommy. Yeah. Come oh, on. of course. <laughs> there's a difference between making a joke about blasting rope and fucking, you know, like bees having sex, so... Yeah. Not It's it's a very yeah, thin line, but I walk it hard. Yeah. I'm taking Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> This has gone no, way off the rails. Listen, too far. listen, yeah, listen. I, uh, I think I, I think I'm gonna keep myself firmly in the Hornet. Camp. I think actually, since I think the Hornets would be able to lay eggs in Spider-Man's. I don't think they lay see. eggs. That's they they have larvae. They That's not what the stinger is. <laughs> Tommy, why are you arguing with me? I'm on your, I'm on your side. Why are you? Arguing? I know. I'm just like I got a different reason. <laughs> this is a matter. All this is a matter of principle. <laughs> I'm not in the egg laying camp. Hornets are gonna take Spider Man every time. <laughs> I think they just like. I think they can attack him from all sides too easy, and they they're not like comic book bad guys where it's like we're gonna take our turn and spider-man's gonna hit hit each of us subsequently it's like we're hornets we attack from all sides all at once and it's awful hornets are the worst things that have ever been invented yeah hornets are bad yeah and plus like his suit is skin tight like if he wore a baggier suit it would be a different thing but because the suit is so close to his skin there's no like protection from such small precise so what if he had, like, a Tony Stark-style, like, Hulkbuster, but, like, B-Buster? Okay, well, then there's no way the Hornets yeah, he, win. Yeah, that's just a B-suit with the Spider-Man logo, like, yeah. horribly <laughs> laid over it, like a weird, like, texture map in a video game. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. <laughs> in that case, he would win. I have another submission for you guys. Give Tim, you... give us a submission. This one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. And it is Johnny Appleseed versus... Lemon grab from Adventure Time. Now I know what you're thinking, and to make this one fair, I want to go ahead and say that because okay, we all know that uh, Lemon Grab is basically the crazy and cartoon equivalent to Johnny Appleseed, right? Mm. Do we know that? I... Johnny Appleseed loved apples so much that he brought apples to the U.S. Without Johnny Appleseed, he brought. Wouldn't... I thought he brought apples to the world. Didn't he didn't he like plant every apple tree? Yeah, he he created apples. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So basically, Johnny Appleseed created apples. Lemon Grab created lemons. But he didn't. Lemon Grab creates lemons. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Johnny Appleseed created apples. And I feel yeah. like to make this more even, we have to say that this is cartoon Johnny Appleseed who has the same scientific uh, uh, same scientific resources as okay. Lemon Grab. Who would win Lemon Grab with the power of lemons or Johnny Appleseed with the power of apples? Now, apples historically are a way to regain health. They yes. give you... in. Pretty much every video game I've played, which is the only place I've ever seen an apple, I'm still not. I'm the jury's still out on if apples exist or not. Right, very but, true. Very true. To but like it. every time I've seen them, I've never. They apples are always historically a good thing, and even in even when they're bad, they're like a good thing that's disguised or a bad thing that's disguised as good. Yeah. Whereas lemons are kind of universally just shit awful. Like they just. <laughs> I, lemons do exist in real life. I've tasted lemons before. Lemons taste like ass. The only way you can make them taste good is if you put sugar on them. Um, can or butter you can or also, garlic. You can also use them offensively. Wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry, Tommy. What? Marcus, do what? you eat lemons and butter? Yep. Yeah, like butter lemon like sauce? Like for like fish? Oh, yeah, I thought fish. you were talking about like just... No, <laughs> melting butter, putting it on a lemon and eating that lemon. Also, this is do a you... shout out to my little brother who eats lemons whole. Do you not, do you not do that? Put lemon, bu- like butter. Lemon. Put butter on the lemon. No. So back to what you were saying, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. We'll get we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> you can also use lemons offensively by squirting it in, in what into people's eyes. Yes. Yeah. Counterpoint. Mm-hmm. Fucking throw an apple. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, okay, but you can but throw a lemon too. Lemons lemon squashes, squish squash. Yeah, you See, squish squash. Taking a too. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. We've seen feats of lemonosity in Adventure Time several times, of these lemons kind of getting very powerful and large through yeah. mutation. Um, but if we transfer that to apples, um, it becomes very interesting. Because as you said, Tommy, apples are kind of made to help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what they say, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Um, and whilst I've never seen said apples before in real life, mm-hmm. um, if we were to see it in a universe such as Adventure Time, we would come up with something very spectacular. Um, these apples would grow to be massive, uh, hard, scaly beasts, very juicy, um, bulging apples, red, glistening apples that would really fuck somebody up. Um, I think that these apples would take down any lemon because the thing about apples is that a lot of them can be very, very hard. Yeah. Um, lemons are soft, and while they are very sour, um, apple hard, um, lemon soft, lemon squish squash, and also let me let me uh, uh, now, let me let me propose this. Yeah. Also, you guys ready for this fucking noggin exploder? Yeah, apple seeds got cyanide in them. Mm. They do. And but... if we're in this Adventure Time shit, and you're telling me that fucking apple grab Johnny Johnny Apple grab, yeah, it and about to reverse engineer apples to have fucking massive pockets of cyanide inside them. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. That goes against everything Johnny Apple Grab believes in. Why? Because Johnny Apple Grab, Johnny Apple Grab is like the most wholesome guy. Like Johnny Appleside was all about conservation, preservation of apples. Uh, I don't yeah, think yeah, Johnny yeah, Apple there. Grab would produce an apple. Well, like to kill. But I'm saying, if they're bloodthirsted. Well, bloodthirsty. And he has maybe. the exact yeah. same scientific resources. Well, okay. He's going to make yeah. cyanide apples. That's fair. See, I'll... Don't lemon seeds have cyanide in them, too? Yeah, I think all all like, all like seeds have a little bit of it in them. I don't think so. Because cherry seeds do, too. Yeah, cherry pits do. I know. We'll see. Okay, so the rule is, I think they're called rock fruits. I'm not sure. But all all fruits that have a pit in them do. Yeah. And I know uh, that apples do. Apples don't have pits in them. I know that apple. Well, I'm saying the apples are kind of like the exception that proves the rule. See, my other thing, though, is like this isn't necessarily just a battle 
of apples and lemons, but mm-hmm. like of Johnny Apple Grab and Lemon Grab. That is, ooh. and Lemon Grab is much more used to. If if we're putting Johnny Apple Grab in the world of cartoons, Lemon Grab is already used to this world. He's lived there and knows knows the terrain, so he's got the home field advantage. Whereas Johnny Apple Grab's kind of coming in half baked with no idea of the place he's in. He doesn't have any kind of home field advantage. Mm. Yeah, I think even given enough time in the space. Lemon Grab is just so used to that level of crazy. I think Lemon Johnny Apple Grab, even when bloodlusted, I don't think would have the capacity to make such mutated messes of yeah. lemons that Lemon Grab is. Yeah, the like of. the the cartoon land will break a normal person's mind. In half. Yeah. Okay. Well, now let's. Now I'm gonna put you forward this. Lemon Grab's castle, Castle Grab, um, is very disorganized. Like his entire kingdom is fucked. Yes. Yeah. And he's a he he's crazy. He doesn't know shit. He's yeah. Very disorganized. I don't think there's any way in the fucking world that he can lead a war against Johnny Appleseed, the man who coordinated and distributed Ooh. Appleseeds across the entire fucking world. Okay, okay. You, you're making you're making a lot of case for Johnny Appleseed, like he wasn't some fuckhead in a raccoon hat that walked around and just threw Appleseeds on the ground. Oh well, yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. no, also, also, he would construct nurseries for these apple trees that he would grow, and he would come back and visit them every one or two years to make sure they were doing well and take care of them. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know that. Got okay. a big heart. Even bigger apples. I take it back. Johnny Applegrab wins. Johnny Applegrab takes it every time. Nice. Nice. Okay. Well, I'll concede on that. I got a question. Do it. This one comes from at Leather Iris on Twitter. Thank you, at Leather Iris. Thank you. Thank you, at Leather Iris. Michael Scott from The Office versus Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. I am going to have to take Leslie Nope. Easy clap, Leslie Nope. Yeah. I think in a bloodlusted battle, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. Leslie Nope. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes. Wow. It sounds like there's a butt appended <laughs> onto that statement. Yes. Let's. I. I would like to see these two characters. Okay. Duke it out in a manner that's not physical. I kind of want to see that too, because mm-hmm. clearly Michael would never win. We've seen very many mm-hmm. feats of fragility from Michael. True. But and Leslie's kind of a a beast when it comes to endurance. Yeah. It it depends it depends on which show we're viewing this from cuz if we're viewing this from the perspective of the office cuz like there are many times in the office where Michael says shit that doesn't make any sense that doesn't like like stuff that should get him kicked out of being a boss he just worms his way out of it every time with yeah. this weird circuitous like roundabout Ooh, thinking circuitous. and and speaking Somebody's got an SAT coming. And like <laughs> and like fucking Leslie Nope works completely on like logic and principles and like she rule like she listens to her emotions but like she's very grounded in the here and now and i don't think that she could like combat the weird strange bullshit land that michael scott lives in that he thinks the world is and i don't think that like in the office that works on that kind of logic she would be able to survive whereas if michael scott went to the parks and rec office they'd be like this guy's fucking crazy yeah <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. interesting um i'm gonna throw this at you mm-hmm. okay let's put michael scott in the parks and rec universe mm-hmm. not okay. in the office yes when leslie is running for city council Oh, Michael Scott is also running for city council. Oh my god. <laughs> now knowing the citizens of Pawnee, who stands a better chance of winning now? <laughs> I think I think like there's already kind of an analog to this in the show. Like there's that one guy, I'm sorry everybody, I haven't seen a lot of Parks and Rec, but there is that one guy that's kind of a fucking idiot. You're talking about Jam? Paul, yeah. You're talking about Jam? No, Paul Rudd. No, uh, yeah, the Paul guy Rudd's who played Paul Rudd plays. Um okay. and he's always like, And wasn't that a great speech that Leslie Nope just made? And then like yeah. everybody loves him, even though Leslie Nope is the only competent person on the stage. I feel like it would be very similar to that, but like people would rally behind Michael just because he like 
is a yes man and he just bow kowtows to like anything that people yeah, want yeah. like he would want people he's so used to trying to get people to like him but like people that don't have to interact with him on a personal level enjoy michael because he just tells them what they want to hear yeah, like and that's that one, exactly what he would do that one episode in it's either season one or season two of the office whenever um don Cheadle is on mm-hmm and yes yeah yeah, yes tim gave me a funny look like don cheadle's never on the fucking office uh and he's talking and he's like the 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 fucking superintendent of the school council and he's trying and michael's trying to convince him to buy from him and like the entire time they're just like hanging out in applebee's yeah but then like he convinces him to because like Mm -hmm. for michael like he's like we see he's a fuck up like Mm -hmm. we all know but he's also like an amazing salesman yeah he's a fantastic salesman and And like i feel like that would transfer into politics very easily yeah it would it would transfer into the running of it being in a politician, it would mm-hmm. he would be a horrible politician or like Absolutely. a great one, depending be, on what you think of right. politicians. But like no, he would be terrible. He would yeah. be he'd be a terrible politician, but he would be so good at running because he could just sell himself so right. well. Now I will say this: if we transfer the entire cast of the office into the same scenario, mm-hmm. that I think that Leslie Nope is going to have a better chance, and the reason why. Mm-hmm. Is because the entire cast of The Office, excluding Michael Scott, will rally behind Leslie Nope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, um, Creed will stay with Michael. Uh, Dwight will stay with Michael. Creed will... Okay, Michael... Uh, Dwight is going to be Michael's fucking campaign advisor. Mm-hmm. Creed is going to run for office himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Toby goes to Leslie. Jim and Pam goes to Leslie. Um, I think Andy... I think he stays with Michael. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Stanley just goes to whoever will pay him more. I don't think Stanley would do anything. Yeah, Stanley, Stanley doesn't get the memo, shows up to the office, and he's just like, I guess work was canceled today. And yep. goes back home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, Phyllis goes with Leslie. Phyllis goes with Leslie. Uh, I don't know where uh, Angela, that's Dwight's, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know where she goes. I think I think if her and Dwight are together at the time of this, then he goes. Then she goes to Michael. Yeah, otherwise she goes to Leslie. Actually, I think that she's going to stay with Michael no matter what, because I think that she would find Leslie's views abhorrent. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oscar's going to Leslie. Oscar's going to Leslie, of Oscar's course. Going to Leslie. Um, I think Oscar would want to work on Leslie's campaign. Oh, who, sure. who would Daryl work for? Leslie. Would he? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. No, he doesn't like Michael very much. Yeah. And uh, Kevin just... Kevin probably stays with Michael, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think he's just like, oh, I've worked with him for so long. It's just easy. Yeah. I know yeah. him. Yeah. So, basically... Leslie wins in a physical contest, mm-hmm. uh, but Pawnee is too fucked up to appreciate Leslie and would elect Michael. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, I think they would elect Michael, and then two weeks in, they'd be like, we made a horrible decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have another question for you guys. Gimme, 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 gimme. Uh, so, technically, at Case of Space 32, typed up this question. However, at Elder Ridge, uh, tagged us in it. Okay. Uh, so, this is kind of a combination tweet. A double mm-hmm. submission? A double mm-hmm. submission. And it is... I had to kind of decipher this one a little bit, guys. Okay. Um, okay. I'll, we'll probably go through and like retweet that tweet so everyone can see the amount of work I did to decipher what was going on here. Okay. Um, but basically, it is Grumpy from the Care Bears versus Paddington Bear. All right. I know nothing about either of these things. I know little about the Care Bears. I do know that they have some sort of supernatural powers yeah. versus Paddington, which is a fat fucking fuck who sits on his ass. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. He does have a big red coat. I know that. Now, here's the thing about Paddington. Paddington is British. That's all Paddington needs. (laughs) (laughs) That's all Paddington needs to win. I'm going to put on my science goggles real quick. (laughs) And I'm going to do some fucking research. Yeah. Paddington walks into the fucking, like, thing like, Oi, what's up, governor? No, that's not how Paddington talks. You're looking for a tussle, eh? It's a good day for a scrappy knit. 
No, here's the thing. Okay, and also... What's uh, that? Okay, before we go into Paddington, I will tell you facts about Grumpy Bear. Grumpy is grumpy. Grumpy likes to be alone. Grumpy gets grumpy when Grumpy is not alone. Grumpy carries around a fanny pack that Grumpy can pretty much find whatever in. Like, pretty much anything. Is that true? Yes. Not pretty, but just like some basic utility stuff. Alright, I just looked up a picture of this Care Bear, and it does look like if I was put in a room with this Care Bear, they would fuck me up immediately. Like, no hesitation, go for my throat, kill me one dead. Grumpy Bear is an amazing engineer, uh, and he can pull whatever he needs out of his fanny pack. So, like, he can pull, like, Big Laser Bot, or the machine parts to build Big Laser Bot. Okay. And absolutely fucking wreck Paddington. We'll see. Yeah, Paddington's got what? Fucking beans on toast? Yeah. Bad dental hygiene? Paddington's probably not uh, even going to show up because it's, it's tea time, mate. Yeah. No, listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying, okay? Paddington carries around a coat and a suitcase and a hat, okay? Paddington is always ready to go and do shit. Paddington is an adventurer. Paddington is a wanderer. Paddington is a wholesome bear. Yeah, I don't think that helps him in a fight. All no. of these things can be also be acried, uh, uh, applied to Grumpy Bear, but he's not wholesome. He's ready to fucking kill. Yeah. No, Grumpy Bear is so caught up in their own world that I think that they, I don't think they would be able to, I don't think they would be up to the fight. How does Paddington kill him? This is how Paddington kills Grumpy Bear. It's not even about kill, okay? We don't have, I feel like with these wholesome uh, bears, we don't have to go bloodlust. They're not wholesome. Paddington's wholesome. Paddington yeah. is wholesome. I feel like with this wholesome situation, we don't need to go bloodlust. No, 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 we do. Yeah, because no. it's Paddington not specified. Paddington Who asked not, this question? It's not specified, Tim. Who You didn't specify that in the we, question. We have said, if it's in the Winky Dome and it's not specified, it's bloodlust. It is blood I have said, unless I otherwise say so, unless I feel like it would be make for more interesting content. And I feel like if we say bloodlusted, sure, the bear that can pull a fucking whatever out of its fucking fanny pack is going to pull out whatever and is going to beat the other bear. Thank you. All right. Mm -hmm. Next question. Yeah. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that doesn't make any, but that's not, that's not, there's okay, no, okay, okay. there's no contest there. So let's say two rounds. Mm -hmm. Battle no. to the death. Grumpy Bear. No, we already, we, we're already done with that one. Okay, now ne let's go to the next one. What is you guys thinking against Paddington Bear? Oh my God. It's not, it's nothing against Paddington. Yeah. It's just that like, I can't see him win. winning in anything unless it's like a fucking tea making competition. Wow. You guys are like, oh, I'm like, or I'm like a, or like right a, like guys. a, I'm being crying. nice and feeding birds at the park. Or yeah. something. No, here's the thing about Paddington Bear and the 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 realm that Paddington has come from. Paddington Bear is a stuffed bear in a human world. And when you are someone like that, someone who has been uh, constantly the outsider looking in and something like that, it really weighs in on you. And so if you put Paddington Bear in the Care Bear universe, then you have someone who wants to fight to be with people that they care about. And then... You get into a situation where Grumpy Bear is going to be kind of ostracized by the other bears, right? Because no. Grumpy Bear... No, listen. No, listen. No, I'm listening, Tim. What no, you're saying doesn't make any time. fucking sense. No, it's listening time, Marcus. It's listen to Tim time, okay? This is what would happen. Paddington Bear goes into the Care Bear universe. All the other bears see Paddington Bear, and they're just like, wow, we love Paddington Bear. Grumpy Bear, you're out. Paddington Bear is in. Grumpy Bear gets mad and wants to take down Paddington Bear. All the other Care Bears team up on Grumpy Bear and take Grumpy Bear down. Grumpy Bear is transformed, transferred into the human realm, and Grumpy Bear has to live out the rest of their life as a bridge troll in fucking Britain. While Paddington Bear lives it up in Care Bear universe. You know what happened? It's I know fucking, exactly what happened. Yeah, Paddington gets transported to the Care Bear universe, and all the fucking bears are like, what you got galoshes on, you dumb son of a bitch? 
It's not like it's going to rain anytime soon. You fucking moron. Idiot. Yeah, you tea-sipping, beans-on-toast-eating, God-save-the-queen, God-save-these-nuts, G. <laughs> I do remember them saying that in Care Bear. Yeah. Yeah, if, I, I also don't think they would be very quick to turn on Grumpy Bear in the first place because he's their sole engineer. Like, yeah, we're going to kill the one man that knows how to do calculus. <laughs> we're going to kill the one man that can do our water filtration. These Could fucking idiots. It's like the fucking no. Library of Alexandria all over again. <laughs> but it's essentially it's just like, like yeah. you yeah. fools, you have no idea what would happen. This is exactly what would happen. They would not even recognize Grumpy Bear as the sole engineer. They would think they didn't even need Grumpy Bear. They would think they that. didn't even need Grumpy Bear. They don't recognize Grumpy no, no, Bear no, no, as an no. intelligent person. Grumpy, Grumpy Bear is one of the two people that helped save like the whole group of Care Bears. I read about that on the wiki. Doesn't matter. They all I, love him. Doesn't they don't matter. like Paddington. See, here's they the do, thing, Tim. Is that, Paddington. is that here's your fatal flaw. They're not just going to abandon him. And you know why? Why? Because they care. Yeah. It's literally in the name. But they care about Paddington. And no, here's don't. the thing. This is the situation. This is what would happen. Grumpy Bear would stop caring about Paddington. No, he and would And they would never. be like, you don't care. You're no longer a Care Bear. You cannot stay here because you don't care about this new bear if you're gonna be here you talk to, to me care. in that tone in my own home about my friend grumpy barrington talking about paddington man i've never met before then slap my nostrils and call me dandy you know what let's, just, a bad let's just take this one to twitter yeah okay. let's take it to twitter we'll go back to where it all started exactly can uh marcus take us away now this submission comes from silly ray cyrus that's silly underscore ray underscore cyrus what a hell of a name thank yeah. you thank you um, thank you and this is Weapon X versus DMX. Now, Marcus. Yeah. Could you go over with me the specifications of Weapon X? No, that's Tommy's job. It is? Yeah. Okay. You seem much more um, knowledgeable about Weapon X than I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Weapon X is like the... I feel like Weapon X is like a code name that's used in a lot of media, but the one that we all found when we were looking it up was... The like group that built like that did the testing that resulted in Deadpool and Wolverine and uh, a bunch of other fleet bunch of other yeah Leech. like the people that have that crazy regenerating healing factor yeah. and stuff like they stu- studied mutants and shit also like uh, Lady Deathstrike too the one that got nails yeah probably probably yeah. um we don't know shit sorry if we so butchered like, this question but this yeah. is what we're going with yeah Never i think weapon x probably let's just say like wolverine that's probably like the like most well i mean there's deadpool but like introducing deadpool to any kind of like versus fight is just asking for like crazy weird bullshit yeah. shit no you see i think i think dmx also known as dark man x can take the entirety of weapon x oh and here's why care care yeah, to elaborate please, please explain he's just gonna hand it he's just gonna hand the l to them <laughs> And you know why? Because he's going to give it to him. X going to give it to you. God damn it. So I, I like where you're going with this, Marcus. Yeah. I like where you're going with this. But here's the thing. Because if DMX starts going, X going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. Uh, That's how that goes. Weapon X could also be the X that gives it to you. No, 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 no. He's referring to himself. Yeah. But Weapon X is X. No, but no, no, no. no. But he's referring to himself because also, and here's the other thing, is that in this universe, I'm assuming that the things that DMX have said about himself are true. Can mm. we Can we go with oh, this? Oh, yeah. What has so, he said? Knock, knock. Open up the door. It's, it's real. real. With the nonstop pop off the stainless steel. So, from this, we can conclude the nonstop pop off, he's never going to slow down. Stainless steel, he's made of steel. So, he's like, a, in, like an unstoppable mo- object that is also yes. an immovable force yes or an un- unstoppable force that's also an immovable object yes he also goes hard that's getting rough. busy with it here is the thing is that steel is not 
an immovable object because I want you to count how many times we've seen anyone, specifically Wolverine, cut straight through solid yeah, steel. Yeah, that's fair. So uh, one, fuck you. I'm just two, saying that he has more durability than the average human. That's fair. Yeah, but we're not talking about average humans here, Marcus. We're talking about Weapon X, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm Tim, trying Tim, to put down the gun. Down. Tim, put Tim, down the gun. Put down the gun. Okay. I'm, just, I'm trying to build a case for DMX and you're not letting me, all right? Because you can't. This, this court's in order yeah all right all right i'm sitting down yeah we're giving, okay all right all right given dmx now he's also got credit. such a good heart he makes a motherfucker wonder if he did it so from this <laughs> exhibit c maybe weapon x doesn't even perceive him as a threat they're like there's no way this motherfucker did it <laughs> he's too he's too clean he's too who pure. did it not no, him this is what would happen this is what would happen let's say it's wolverine wolverine goes up and dmx is like did i do it wolverine's just like i don't know slice slice did he do it <laughs> Yeah, Wolf- Wolverine, the notorious indiscriminate killer. Yes. Well, no, what do he, you mean? He, he kills and killed f- so many people. Yeah, in like wars and shit, but not just like, oh, look, random dude on the street. Ah, yes, me, a superhero. I'll stab uh, him. No, it's look, a random dude on the street who's trying to kill me right now. Oh, yeah, I'm going to kill you first. Well, they don't know if he did it or not. Tommy, remember in the beginning of this when you were on the side of Weapon X? Yeah, but now I'm on DMX because it's really fun. <laughs> Oh, oh, here's it is. Here it is. Here it is. Directly after, I'll make a motherfucker wonder if he did it. Damn right, and I'll do it again, because I am right, so I gots to win. Oh. DMX literally has to win, dude. No. We've all agreed that what he says is true. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've I'll gotta... break who you sending me. Ah. Uh. See, this is more, this is not uh, talking about his specific feats. This is him saying within himself, building himself up, trying to make himself feel like he can. This is like, how do you say, um, uh, positive affirmations? <laughs> This is just him being like this positive what, affirmations this is and not saying, this into is what little... I can do. Tell me what lyric of the song says, I can kill Wolverine, and then I'll be on the side of DMX. Right here. Break bread with the Wolverine, but no, how, but no matter how many cats I break bread with, I'll break who you're sending me. Wait, what? Right here. See? Read it. Break, break bread, bread with, with the Wolverine, but no matter how many cats I break bread with, I'll break who you're sending me. Yeah. It's right there. Break bread... With the Wolverine. But now many, how many cats? You keep sending me, I'll break who you send me. So he's talking to Wolverine. But he he's like, I'll be your friend, but I gotta kill oh, you Oh, no, this is what he's saying. This is what he's saying. He's saying, hey, Wolverine. This is him calling Wolverine out. He's saying, you can keep sending all your minions, all these other guys, a part of Weapon X, but I'll keep breaking them. This isn't him saying he can beat Wolverine. He's saying, Wolverine, yeah, I want to be friends with you. He can beat the rest you. of Weapon X. No, he's saying, he's he saying he can't beat Wolverine. He's saying, I don't want to kill you, dude, but I will if I have to. No, he, yeah, but that's not him saying, that's not a feat of his. That's him saying, that's a threat. That's not him saying, that's that's, that's just a threat. It doesn't count. No, no, no. Yeah. We, we said whatever he's, whatever he's saying is true. He can do this. No. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. We no. got a two out of three, Tim. DMX wins. No, I think you guys are wrong. Alrighty, you guys are wrong. Moving on to the next question. <laughs> Uh, Tommy, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is from uh, user Go Make a Friend on Twitter. That's just all one word. Uh, thank you, Go Make a Friend. And the question is Dr. Doolittle versus Dr. Phil. Dr. Doolittle. Huh. I think. Dr. Phil's unqualified. I think Dr. Phil could hand him the L. What the fuck? I think Doc- I, Dr. Phil would be like, there you go, and give it to him. I don't think so. Yeah. Dr. Doolittle can talk to animals. Yeah. Dr. Phil talks to street ruffians. Dr. Phil has talked to some hard motherfuckers. But that's it. Like, he's just, like, anybody can talk to a hard motherfucker. Dr. Doolittle can talk to a shark and say, kill him. Yeah, but Dr. Phil would have to be in the water, though. He can talk to a tiger and say, kill him. Yeah, but Dr. Phil would just call up, like, one of his serial killer friends that he helped get better and then get them to defend He's never helped anyone get better. Yeah, he has. No. 
Yeah, that's what the whole show's about, Marcus. Binky, you want to get in on this? You got anything? No, because as soon as I say something, one of you is going to flip-flop to the other side, and then you're going to team up on me. No, that's and not you're true. shit on me. That's not true. No, that's this not is true. who would win, and I know that I'm right, and both of you guys are wrong, because neither of them would win. <laughs> you guys, sitting here, thinking that you're smart, arguing about Dr. Doolittle and Dr. Phil, little did you know that I had the most intelligent answer to this question, and that is that no one wins. Because when it comes to Dr. Doolittle and Dr. Phil, they just destroy each other because it is the duality of man for man to want to eat and for man to want to kill so they would eat and, and kill. kill damn this is uh, this is the darkest fucking i don't know where the fuck this is coming from dr doolittle this is what would happen this is what would happen dr doolittle will get on dr phil's show because dr doolittle would be like man i've gone crazy i keep hearing these animals talk to me <laughs> And then Dr. Phil would be like, so um, uh, tell me about that. And Dr. Doolittle would go on this crazy story describing all the Dr. Doolittle movies and like all these shenanigans. And then Dr. Phil would be like, oh my God, the police in here. And then Dr. Phil would say, not today, motherfucker. And then they would be going at it. They would be going at it. They would be going at it, but they'd take each other out. And then they would take each other out for lunch, and then they would destroy each other. I think that, okay, so let's, <laughs> we don't have time to unpack all of that. So what we're going to focus on here is, one, you're claiming that Dr. Doolittle and Dr. Phil are so diametrically opposed, so much so that they are symbolic of the two sides of man, evil and good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which one's evil and which one's good? I think you know which one is which, Tommy. Do we even have to ask? I do. I Yeah, I don't know where the fuck you're going with this, Tim. So, so here's the thing. I'm not saying that they're so diametrically, diametrically opposed. I'm saying that they're so evenly matched. They're basically the same physical entity, but two sides of the same entity. God, I like, fucking wish that we had a camera so I could just look into it. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. You take Dr. Phil and Dr. Doolittle. Now, they're the same side of the yin-yang, but they also have a separate side of the yin yang equally so they're the same thing but reversed which makes them the same are you guys following me right now no tim because i know yeah, i'm laying down some no, real no. shit right now and you guys are just looking at me like i'm fucking no no no, no no i think i think i got you tim like, okay 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 like okay. uh like dr too little is 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 water which is like moves like a liquid but uh dr phil is like oil which is also moves like a liquid but they can't ever be a part of each other but they are like they are the same but different yes completely yes. unable to f form into one being an entity yes. that is yes. a fight they are completely yes. so separated that they are unable to touch each other and here's the thing here's the thing mm -hmm. you know what happens when you put the catalyst to combine the two into them, the catalyst being in this situation with water and oil, some kind of alcohol, you know, isopropyl a little bit in there, they mm -hmm. get mixed. Now in this situation, if you make them fight on Dr. Phil's show, that is the catalyst. They become one. Yeah. Dr. Phil and Dr. Doolittle, they perish. They kill each other. However, one being rises from the ashes. One being rises from the ashes, Dr. Foolittle. Yeah. Am I the only person who didn't smoke a big bowl of meth before starting recording, because this is getting way the fuck out of hand. Now, with that being said, I'm loving Dr. Foo Little. Okay, Dr. Foo Little takes it, guys. Dr. Foo Little just becomes uh, not not a like a real doctor for animals. He's a therapist mm -hmm. for animals. Not that therapists aren't real doctors, but like a different kind of doctor than Dr. Doolittle. Like he, he's, okay. he's got a show, 
and people bring their sad animals on the show, yeah. and then Doctor Fu little sits there and goes, "Meep meep meep meep." He to also their pet mouse mm-hmm. <laughs> cures him of his depression. He also knows kung fu, but just yeah. a little bit, yeah. only a little, not a whole lot. A fu little, <laughs> a fu little. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So uh, I'm glad that I could bust this question wide open for you guys. Yeah, yeah you have unlocked too. my brain to the new echelon, Tim. Yeah, yeah. I am peering into new secrets in the universe. Hey, don't uh, don't smoke meth. <laughs> let's, do another, let's do another one. Alrighty, um, my my brain big hurt after that one. <laughs> yeah, same. I got a headache now. This one comes from at IDK Jess, I guess, on Twitter. Thank you, at IDK Jess, I guess. Now, I have a little bit of a mind journey for you guys today. Okay. All right, my eyes are already closed. Yeah, because we're going to fucking eat it for this. I read ahead. You just got off work. You're ready to lay down, get on your phone a little bit, maybe pick up your Nintendo Switch and play it in bed. But you're tired. It's been a long day. You open your front door. Everything is nice and quiet. You walk back into the living room, to the kitchen, grab a cup of water, get a little chug going. You walk back to your room, and you see on the floor a plastic bag that has been shredded to pieces by your cat. And you're just like, my room that I just cleaned. How could this happen? And how does this happen so frequently, where my cat keeps destroying my plastic bags? Now, to those of you listening to this, you must be thinking, that poor plastic bag. How is it that the cats have been taking the plastic bags out for so long? For so long, they've been ripping them to pieces with no defenses. But what if the plastic bags could fight back? What if it was a cat versus a sentient plastic bag? I'm now convinced that I'm the one who smoked a big bowl of meth. <laughs> because for this entire fucking episode, I haven't a goddamn shit of an idea of what the hell's been going on. Um, um, don't smoke well, meth, kids. I don't like this. That well, being said, sentient bag. Yeah, because the sentient bag's obviously Katy Perry. Um, so it's really Katy Perry versus your cat. Okay, Katy Perry versus my cat. My cat wins. First of all, I'm taking. Yeah, okay, okay. okay well, fucking minus Katy Perry. <laughs> I'm I'm talking sentient bag, because all it's got to do is get on your head and you're dead. Now hold on a second. Here's yeah, didn't you, didn't you ever as hear? Soon as, as soon as yeah. it fucking crosses yeah, that threshold like, on your neck, you're gone. So, but if you're a cat, you can just bite into it a little bit. No, nope. that's not how it works. Mm-mm. Instant death. That is what happens when plastic immediate bags immediate KO. That's why I've never ever like let plastic bags near me. I got a like a really strong fear of plastic now, bags. Now, if they hear... get anywhere near my like neckline, I'm over. It's over for me. I think you guys are forgetting about the fact that cats aren't humans, so, like, they don't have to abide by those rules. Like, no, I, I, I see where you're going from. I see where you're coming from. Like, but, you know, cats, they, they have the, the butt lungs. Like, don't forget about the butt lungs. I'm, I'm going to use a little bit of my scientific expertise here. Okay. I'm dropping my science goggles again. Okay. I actually have a PhD in plastic bags. Okay. Okay. Have you ever heard the term OHPBKO? Uh, I have. I'm familiar with it. Can you explain <laughs> it to our, for, can you explain it to our audience, though? Right. One hit plastic bag knockout. Yes. Oh, okay. What this means is mm-hmm. the plastic bag gets one hit in, immediately knocks out whatever or kills dealing. whatever it's dealing with. And and and, and oh. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and Tim, yeah, yeah. I want to touch on an earlier point that you had. Uh, a lot of the data that we have on death via plastic bag. Yes. It's actually survivor biased. And I know what you're saying. How can it be survivor bias if, you know, it's death from a plastic bag? And I'll tell yeah, you why. Yeah, yeah, The reason why is yeah, yeah, yeah. plastic bags actually kill a lot more people than, people, uh, a lot more people than you know, society thinks. And the reason why is because they're good at covering up the crime scene and also murdering whoever might discover it. Now, here is, here's what uh, gets me on this is, uh, I have a PhD in uh, catonomy, the anatomy of cats. And cats are a lot more intelligent than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people see them as the uh, household uh, pets that we know and love and of course they are 
Um, but everyone forgets about the cat cult that is uh, uh, deep in the dark tunnels of underground America um, and uh, Canada and some parts of Russia. Um, and New Mexico. Yes, that's true. Yeah, um, which is now separate from America. Yes. And in these cults, cats have been evolving themselves um, past the brink of even human evolution at this point. Um, I had a very interesting interview with one of the top uh, cat scientists, Catterton uh, Conson, and they were explaining to me just how advanced these cats have become. I actually got a chance to meet one of the cats, and they had a very interesting uh, conversation with me about uh, human politics. Uh, They're kind of past all that, Mm. the need for politics at this point. Um, It's very interesting. Um, And also, they have evolved to the point of ascension. It's interesting. Go ahead, Tom. I just wanted to weigh in on this. Um, I don't have a PhD in anything because i'm a fucking idiot and mm-hmm, i think that mm-hmm. allows me to be perfectly capable to weigh in on this question sure mm-hmm. um and it's this is just a, a speed race it but because it's just down to who can get a hit first because yeah cats have claws we all know that yes. right yes even i a fucking idiot knows that cats have claws yes um so a cat gets one hole in the bag and then the bag loses its one hit ko capabilities because yeah, it's no naturally. longer a bag it is a two because it's just got a, an opening on one end and an opening on another end that allows anything to pass through. I see. But if the cat, the bag gets on the cat's head, the cat no longer has the ability to tear a hole in it because, of course, the bag will kill it. But I don't think making the bag sentient does anything because it doesn't give it any kind of movement capability. So it's just a bag that can only sit there in mortal terror as the cat shreds it to death. No, I think I think that that's interesting because. Like I said, PhD in plastic bagology, I've actually been working on um, a research thing where I crossbreed dinosaur DNA mm-hmm. with plastic bags. Yes. Oh, okay. I call it Plastic Park. See, that's very interesting. Um, what's, what's interesting about it, Tim, <laughs> is I have fully functioning plastic bag T-Rexes that are uh, hell-bent on destroying cats. Do they say thank you all down the side? Yes. Cool font? Every, <laughs> every single fucking one of them. Now, Sweet. that's very interesting. <laughs> or white. Marcus. With the with the white text that says thank you all the way down their Red chest. Text. Now Marcus, ass crack. Now Marcus, I will give you this. Your plastic bags, uh, plastic uh, dinosaurs, if you will. Uh, is that is that what you're calling them? Plastanosaurus bex. If yeah. your Plastanosaurus bex is um bexi bexi. Uh, sorry. Uh, put them against any old cats. You know, modern, not modern, I apologize. Uh, the cats maybe from a couple hundred years ago. Domestic cats. The cats, even the cats now that reside in houses. If you put them against those cats, then I think they would take it. But if you uh, if, if you have a real question as to whether you can take out all the cats everywhere, once you get these ascended cats, we're talking about god cats here. We're talking about god cats. Uh, okay, I, I'm, I want to take a, a pause in the podcast real quick. And uh, Tim, I'll, I'll concede to you. I'll give, I'll give the cats this one. Yeah, yeah. I just want to take a break from this bit real quick i don't want to revisit tommy's bags becoming tubes because what an insight yeah. <laughs> just i can't I, I i really want to continue this bit with you tim i really do but the issue is i can't fucking move past the fact that once a bag gets a hole in it it becomes a tube yeah. what do you mean what do you mean what do i mean yeah i mean like okay that was some fucking dolly llama shit that mm-hmm. tommy just casually dropped on us and you can just continue a bit like this no sir see we're gonna we're talking about this now i feel like on some level my mind was expanded whenever tommy said that but it was expanded in the sense that you know how when someone tells you something that deep down you always knew but you never admitted it to yourself that's the yeah. thing but tim like, here's like the thing. No, tim i think you heard him but you didn't listen to him <laughs> 
Tommy, you do you have any other wisdom nuggets for us? Not today. I used up all my wisdom juice on that one. Fun <laughs> Let's yeah, go to the next question. Cool down is 24 hours. Uh, but I think the cat takes it. Sentient bag just becomes sentient and is only there, able to lay there in fear as the cat shreds it to death. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I can't mount a defense right now. I'm still kind of reeling from the back. <laughs> uh, I got a question. Give it to Alrighty. us. Alrighty. This one comes from At Bad Disco Duck. Making this episode... A double disco duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Double disco. Coca-Cola Bear versus Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man. I think Gotta gonna, take it. I think I'm going to have to go Pepsi Man on this one. Wait, are you guys serious? Yes. Wow, I thought I was going to be arguing for the side of the Pepsi Man. But now that you okay. guys have gone the other way, I now have to argue for the side of the <laughs> well, Coca-Cola okay, Bear. We, we can all agree and then talk about how, how hilarious it, it would be to watch the Pepsi Man and the yeah, Coca-Cola you, you Bear don't have to, You don't have to argue. Fools! Have you met me? <laughs> Tim. <laughs> yes, I know, Tim. I knew. Tim, I love you. I don't want to have any more arguments in this house. You know what we should do? We should just let Tim fucking say his opinion first. <laughs> yeah. And then we say ours. Yeah. Okay, Tim, okay. Who do you think okay. would win? I think the like, Coca-Cola. Your, see. Your honest opinion. So whenever I first looked at this question, I really thought that the Pepsi man would take it. You know, the whole like evolutionarily speaking. Sure. Man has evolved past polar bears. Biped. Biped. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard to combat that. Smart. Uh, smart. Yes. Uh, Pepsi. Pepsi. See. But then, uh, after careful consideration of possible feats of the Coca-Cola bear, unlimited supply of Coca-Cola. Unlimited supply of Pepsi. Um, yeah. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I want you to show me a can of Pepsi that is, like, a very powerful acid and cleaning agent. Um, the... Coca-Cola bear would take the Coca-Cola and they would shove it up the butt of the Pepsi man and the Pepsi man would basically have their asshole bleached by the polar bear. This is going down a path. Now, hold on a second. No, no, hold no, 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 hold, I've, I've held, held on, on for a second for this so entire long. episode. I think it's your turn to hold on for a second. <laughs> okay, okay. I okay. think that if we're making this an, a battle between Coca-Cola and Pepsi, Coca-Cola will take it every time. I think that this is a Coke household. Is this agreed? Yes. Dr. Pepper, but yes. Okay. Dr. Pepper's a Coke product. Then yes. Okay. So, that easy peasy. What we're talking about is the superhero Pepsi Man. Yes. Versus the Coca-Cola polar bear. Yes. Which, (laughs) canonically, can stand on two feet. Yes. And has a son he loves. But that's about it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now, here's the thing about this. I feel like, what can Pepsi Man do? Tell me the feats of Pepsi Man. He has super speed. He runs mega fast. Okay. He also has crazy durability feats. He's been seen to run through walls uh, and be totally fine, like unscathed. Uh, He has, I'm pretty sure he has super strength, like uh, equal to probably that of like early Spider-Man. So like he could probably pick up a truck. Yeah. Um yeah, he does that in like the Pepsi Man game, doesn't he? He like carries some heavy shit. I think or something. so. I, yeah. I I just know that Pepsi Man has like super speed, insane durability, and also super strength. Okay. And I think that he can take a polar bear. Yeah, did, have somebody. you seen the Pepsi <laughs> Man game, Tim? I've never. <laughs> okay. See, in my head, After I was this, thinking this I'm going like, to show you the Pepsi Man game because it's fucking ridiculous. I thought this was like just a Pepsi Man, not like Mm-mm, Pepsi no. Man. So it's like a Pepsi, it's a Pepsi man isn't a superhero. I know about the superhero, but I didn't know the feats of Pepsi man. Yes. So you yeah. guys are telling me that Pepsi man is like a superhero superhero that can do shit? Yes. Like, yeah. he, like yes. He's, See, he's been shown, uh, it's mostly in Japan that Pepsi man really took off, but like he really took off in Japan and they get like, I, he has like a fucking full like list of powers and shit. Like oh, Pepsi man shit. is like an actual guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I might have to concede on this one then. Holy Let's, shit. Does this have, it uh, actually happened. <laughs> Wrong! I won't be conceding. No, we're, go- we're moving on. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Okay. Joking. And we've come to our last bit. 
Um, this is a, a question that comes to us from at OMGURBC. Omger? OMG, you're because. Yeah, uh, that. Uh, thank you. Uh, OMG, you're because. Thank you. Uh, and this question is Nightcrawler versus Harry Holler. Now, us at Versus, being big, dumb, stupid fucking idiots, had to look up Harry Holler. Yes. yes. And he's from Steppenwolf. Uh-huh. Which none of us have read. No. Why would we? So, I think that... Because books are for idiots. So, mm-hmm. I think that the only way to make this fair... And spice it up a little bit. Yeah. We're going to make Harry Holler Steppenwolf from the DC Universe. Now, I think that that was the original intent of this question. I think that was the original intent of Probably. the question. Um, but if not... This, this is a test placed in our path by God himself... To yeah. see if we could come to the right conclusion, and we did. So now yes. we get to, uh, we get to survive God's wrath uh, when Revelation comes. Yeah. So let's move on with the question. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, now, sorry. now <laughs> let's 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 be fair to the question asker. Let's give this two rounds. First round is Nightcrawler versus Harry Holler. Who is Harry Holler? Sad boy. Who is? Yeah. He's, is, is it the main character of Steppenwolf? He's he's he basically sad. a dick to everybody, and they're like, "Why are you a dick to everybody?" He's like, "Cause I'm part wolf." There's a wolf living inside of me. Yeah. And he doesn't like society. That's pretty much it. Yeah. He's the first now that gamer. Is very, that is very simplified, and I understand that Steppenwolf's like this big, you know, fucking literary masterpiece, whatever. That's it. That's as far as we're going to delve mm-hmm. into. Yeah. But Nightcrawler would just beat him up. Yeah, that's yes. what we're saying. You're right. So that's... I think round one goes to Nightcrawler round, pretty right, heavy. Right. Round, oh, okay, one, okay. Yeah. round one goes to Nightcrawler. Round two is where things get spicy. Okay, so what does Steppenwolf do? DC Extended Universe Steppenwolf. Tommy, don the science goggles. So... Steppenwolf has what I like to call the Superman kit, which is just oh, busting out the S bomb. The like, oh, it's no. like not necessarily superhuman Superman level, but right. it's like the uh, he's got flight, uh, strength, durability. Like, mm-hmm. like Wonder Woman has this. Like Aquaman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Aquaman has it to an extent. Right, like right, right. the like stereotypical superhero kit and then also like it, it's it's called the new god physiology which is the same thing that dark side is which is like one of the most strong like being he's like the like thanos of dcu but like to the second power right um Wait, what does that mean what what do you i don't, I don't like dark side's more powerful than thanos. like like dark dark side is like the thanos of the dc universe but because he's like like all DC characters, because he's a DC character, he's just like way stronger than Thanos is. He's got like his own dimension yeah. where like his soul resides. So if you kill him, he just comes back and shit. Like he's crazy. Yeah. Um. But he is one of the new gods, which uh like that that is also what Steppenwolf is. So they've got like uh Steppenwolf's like strong enough to go up against like people like Aquaman and Wonder Woman and like okay. can swim like an Atlantean and like fly and all sorts of shit, or at least jump good. Um, which is basically the same thing. Him jump good. Yeah, it, uh, the only known beings to rival his might are Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Artemis, and also the combined might of several Green Lanterns. So, that's the kind of power. Several Green Lanterns? Yeah. Uh, I think we all know Nightcrawler pretty well, but Nightcrawler, um, teleport good. Him blink fast. He's, he's really agile. He's, he's kind of like, kind of like a Spider-Man-esque Superman, or superhero, like, yeah. uh, yeah. very agile, like, teleports fast, uh, he's a fencer, he's apparently a really good fencer, mm-hmm. um, and he's got that. a prehensile tail, so he's, like, a teleporting monkey man. So do you think what, good that, swords? Yeah. do you think Nightcrawler could just run this man through? No. I don't think he could. I think I think I think Steppenwolf speed blitzes the shit out of Nightcrawler. Yes, like, oh, so he's super fast too. 
Yeah, no, he, okay. I'm reading through his powers and abilities page. Um, superhuman strength, superhuman durability, superhuman speed. Uh, can move at considerable superhuman speeds going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Wonder Woman, Aquaman's speed during their final fight. While underwater, his speed is barely def barely affected. So even underwater, he can still move basically the same speed, if that gives you any indication of how fast he is. What? Uh, That's not fair! Superhuman agility, yeah. superhuman senses, superhuman stamina, aquatic respiration, and longevity. So uh, I want to I wanna, I wanna, wanna throw this forward to our audience. Okay. And here's the fucked up part. Yeah. I don't know a whole lot about superheroes. But yeah. I do know this. Everyone in the DC universe is fucking broken. Yeah. And could pretty much stomp everyone in the Marvel universe. Yeah, okay, like, everybody in the Marvel universe is broken in their own way. Right. Mm -hmm. But, like, whatever counterpart they have in the DC universe, or just, like, anybody in the DC universe, is, like, almost automatically, like, a couple leagues higher than right. their huh. Marvel Universe counterpart. I think that, especially, like, composite forms, because, like, the most, like, the least interesting guy in DC to me is Aquaman. Mm -hmm. But, like, composite Aquaman, I hate to say it, would probably whoop the absolute living shit out of composite Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. And, like... Wait, are you saying Spider-Man is the least interesting one in no, Marvel? No, I'm no, saying no. Spider-Man is one of the coolest in Marvel. Yeah. And, oh, like, okay. or, like, he, he... Like, if we're taking both of, like... Like, I think of Captain America as kind of a, like, dinky superhero because he's just, like, he's got a shield and yeah. like in terms of powers well written but if yeah well written of course but like if you take the dinky superhero of marvel that is captain america and the dinky superhero of dc which is aquaman aquaman like has the strength to like block blows that have broken entire islands and like oh, he no. has like He's got, like, access to something. It's called, like, the clear or something like that. But basically, any animals that he controls are significantly enhanced in power. What the fuck? He also has a trident that lets him, like, shoot lightning bolts out of it and fly and, like, do all sorts of crazy shit. You know um, what his trident's also good at? What? Letting him sniff his own butt. <laughs> <laughs> Probably smells his own farts, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't think, like, Nightcrawler just can't. So sorry, we just went a while without a goof, and I was like, "What's a good cheap laugh?" <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. But like, uh, I just don't think like so it's a this is this is a good way to talk about the disparity between Marvel and DC without like being like, eh, "Superman." Yeah, exactly. It's a, yeah, it's a thwomp, guys. Yeah, it's a thwomp, a thwomp sump. Uh, do I, you guys think for this one time, this one absolute special episode, mm -hmm. that we do Goku versus Superman? No, I take it back. No, no, we gotta we gotta save that no. one for a special. That's going to the vacuum. The what? The vacuum. What's that? Uh, it's where I store all my bad ideas. Okay. Yeah. We, we will. I'm going to say it. We will do Goku versus Superman, but not today. Will we, though? It's in the vacuum, Tommy. And the vacuum. The vacuum's home to some shitty ideas, like dog food for babies. Oh, that's, that's actually a, a really good idea. idea. Whoa. Is it, though? Yes. Okay. I, but I'm saying it's that's like. so easy. We Just will do Goku versus Superman one day, and it may not be in the context of a bloodlusted fight, but we will do Goku versus Superman. I yeah, guarantee. I can agree to that. Can I just run through some of the ideas in the vacuum? Yes. <laughs> yes. I want to hear more of these vacuum ideas. Dog food for babies. Uh-huh. Back to the Future 7. Yeah. Ooh. What's... What Back was like seven. four through six? It doesn't matter. Um, okay. Paper towels mixed with aluminum foil. I thought you were just going to leave it at paper <sighs> towels. No. Paper towels with aluminum foil actually sounds kind of useful. That actually sounds really useful. Guys, you these like... are in the vacuum for a reason. So <laughs> can I please just get through these real quick? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, a nose you can't pick. Oh, yeah. That would be uh, helpful. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. Um, a um, butt you can't sniff. Glasses that make you see worse. Those are just wrong prescription lenses. <laughs> <laughs> Our last goof. A We're 3D not. printer that unprints things. <laughs> Are you talking about a fireplace? <laughs> no, no, no. You put your hand in there and just start sucking it out, but like it takes a while. 
That's our last goof. That's our last goof. We just want to say special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and helping mm. us along. Uh, get, we're, we're at six months. We uh, we love our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Jess. Thanks, Max. Thank you so much. Uh, you can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at Antlergoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank all of you guys, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. The show has lasted six months. Six months, baby. Wow. Six months. Thank you so much. And also, thank you so much for all the submissions you guys submit and for all the submissions you guys submitted for uh, this episode. You guys really came through for us. Yeah, on these this are killing one. it. Uh, like, sorry, thank sorry you so much. Fuck these up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, never don't apologize, Marcus. Yeah, you're right. Say thank you instead. Yeah, thank you. This is our thank show. you guys <laughs> for staying with us. And if you would like to submit a question for us, uh, you can add us or DM us on Twitter at versus extreme, or you can shoot us an email at versus extremecast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can also find more episodes of versus extreme on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday. Please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps our algorithms and helps us get pushed up so that we are visible to other people whenever they go looking for podcasts. And uh, be sure to hit us up on Twitter this week to weigh in on who you think would win in our most divisive question, which this week was, of course, who would win, Grumpy versus Paddington. Come on, my Paddington friends. Let's get out there. Get out there and vote. Stop tainting the fucking... Yeah, you're biasing the the results, Tim. Shut the hell up. (laughs) If you like this episode, please tell a friend. Uh, you guys have been doing a whole lot of that, and that's uh, really cool. That's yes, really dope please. that uh, you guys like this thing enough to say, hey, this is something I enjoy, and I'm, um, I'm making myself emotionally vulnerable because you might pick on me for enjoying this thing, but I realize that you don't do that. So is there anything else you guys got? Uh, go listen to the new episode of Story Sonic. Yeah. And the episodes of True Combo that are yes. coming. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, we have some really great shows, and uh, we have some stuff in the pipes, hopefully soon, uh, mm-hmm. to get some more shows to you guys. So I think that's it. All right. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun. Ribbit. And I'm Tim. And I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.